Hello. Welcome to the Fane and Friends podcast. This is episode 36, I believe, actually. It could be 36 or 37. Uh, I'm your host, Thane Taylor. As a guest today, we've got Eric. You can find him on Twitter at AlwaysHungryPT. Eric, how are you doing today? Doing well, brother. Uh, just bracing for the cold and uh, can't believe, just trying to wrap my head around the fact that it's already the end of the year. It's already Christmas and New Year's right around the corner. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous how fast time flies sometimes. It's like... I just just blinked and it. it's passed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. So... I, you, you sent over a little intro thing about yourself uh, to mm-hmm. give me some info about your yourself, some background and stuff. Um, one of the things that I thought was pretty cool is you do coaching for gamers specifically. So tell me about mm-hmm. like how you got into that that niche and and uh, what type of gaming mentality you can transport like you can transfer over to the fitness arena. For sure. Yeah. So I've always been kind of a casual gamer, grew up, you know, in, in the 90s and 2000s, Crash Bandicoot, Halo, you know, the classics, Assassin's Creed, Legend of Zelda, all that kind of stuff, and pretty casual. Uh, about four, uh, four and a half years ago, I met my now wife who works in the gaming space, and that kind of crossed paths a little bit. Uh, obviously, I had been a lot more casual. She was a little bit more uh, in depth with it, uh, but I met a number of people through her, especially through Twitter. Uh, around about two years ago as I was getting into the online coaching space. Uh, and as I found, a number of my clients are also gamers in you know various degrees. Again, whether it is casual or hardcore, some of them actually work in the gaming industry. Uh, we have a, an esports production company here in Columbus that I, I train three or four of their people in person. Uh, and I just kind of, you know, looking back on who I work with and expanding the, the online coaching space where you do kind of dial into, I work with this specific person. Um, I realized that most of them kind of fit that, uh, that I, that type. Mm-hmm. And so I want to see how I could kind of approach that. And, and a lot of the conversations I was having with people was, um, you know, in the gaming space and, and they all kind of had the same type of issues, you know, building confidence, gaining energy, having a lot of struggles where they go into the gym. You know, we've all had, we've all started one, two or three times getting into the gym. We do a few weeks and then we kind of fall out of it and, you know, approach it every six months or a year. So how can we kind of bridge that gap and make the gym more accessible? Because that's one of my big things is that fitness is for everyone. It can be fun. We just got to figure out what, how to make it work to you. Um, and so with the gaming aspect, I realized that like, you know, you think of a game like Call of Duty where it's just the most frustrating game ever. You jump into this multiplayer lobby with all these people and if you're terrible like I am at that, it's very, very frustrating. But you keep going back and you keep playing and you keep getting better and better and better because you gain experience, you gain these skills, you kind of you get to just get better because you play it more, regardless of how challenging it is. So how can we take those elements of those games that we choose to play and grind through, and how do we approach that and make it applicable to the fitness space? Because at the end of the day, in the gym we're doing that same thing. We're learning from square one. We're going through that tutorial. We, you know, master the basics and foundation. And as you go, you unlock these new movements, you unlock these new challenges and you kind of push yourself and grow and finding that balance has been kind of fun. I love that. I think, um, what you said about just like taking something that you're, you're good at and then kind of figuring out why you're good at that thing and then applying it to other areas Mm -hmm. of your life. Right. So I For like sure. to do that with, with fitness and then apply that. I'm trying to apply that to like organization because I freaking, I, I suck at trying <laughs> to figure out what to do with like small paper items and things like that. It's very tedious and I don't enjoy it at all. 
but like right. taking the progressive overload thing and see how can I make, get better at this, this, this. Um, 100%. So with gamers, so there's, there's a bunch of different types of games, right? Um, have you mm-hmm. found like uh, RPG players respond differently than like first person shooter players and, and things like that? So that's, that's something that I've been exploring because obviously, you know, people are drawn to role-playing games. People are drawn to shooters for different reasons. So uh, one of the big things that I've implemented with my online coaching is, is the idea of XP, experience points. Um, so we have like six or seven basic metrics, which as a fitness coach, they're the ones that we kind of drill into our clients anyway. You know, eat more protein, do activity every day, follow your, you know, healthy habits, uh, you know, all those types of things. And, and so now what I've done is I've applied it so that if every time they log one of those, they gain experience points and are able to level up, so which kind of branches across role-playing games, branches across first-person shooters. They all have their various progress levels to, to improve. I haven't necessarily dialed in to specifically each type of gamer, but I have noticed the, uh, the approach in which we, we address it is different. Obviously, with the role-playing gamers, it's a lot more of like, let's, uh, dive into building this skill on top of this next skill onto this next skill. See, here's where the ladder takes us, and here's each rung of it. Whereas the first person shooters are okay. Let's just get after it, and you know we build up week over week, progressively, progressive overload type style. Interesting. I kind of like the idea of of skill tree acquisition. So, like, let's say mm-hmm. you've mastered the technique for conventional deadlift, and then let's say right. you want to put more points towards the deadlift so you at, at some point you unlock the holy grail like the jefferson <laughs> and you right. go. i had a feeling you were going to bring up the Jefferson. <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's, it's the same same kind of concept you know you especially with people that are brand new beginners you're know, using deadlift as an example you start off with learning the hinge and once you learn the body weight hinge now you implement like maybe a dumbbell deadlift which goes into the conventional which goes into you know good mornings which goes in you know it's step by step builds up week over week, phase over phase until you are able to master those Jefferson deadlifts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, personal preference. What's your favorite, uh, game that you played it? Like you could never get sick of. Oh, Assassin's Creed is probably the one I always go back to. Like I love Legend of Zelda and, and Halo, but Assassin's Creed, like the original trilogy was just such good storytelling. I'm not big into like the open, open world stuff. Like I need a little bit of rails to kind of guide me on a storyline. Mm-hmm. And it gave like the perfect balance of like the action to story. And uh, like, I don't know if you've played those. The, the second game was a trilogy uh, in Renaissance Italy and like the Ottoman Empire. And it's just very beautifully done. I got wrapped up in the story on those. I like that. Um, my favorite, uh, as you probably know, is Mario Kart Double Dash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's an excellent. I'm terrible game. at Mario Kart. I try to play it, but I'm so terrible at it. That's how I feel about Smash Brothers. Some people oh God, just, just Brothers. get it, but I just get owned every single time. Unless I play with my kids, uh, I mean, then it's kind of unfair. But yeah, my friends and I, we we put we logged a lot of hours on Smash Brothers in high school. Smash Brothers Brawl, mm-hmm. uh, or it was Melee. And I remember my three friends would always play as Zelda, who could turn into Sheik, who was really fast, and I just could not keep up, and I would get so angry and just rage quit. <laughs> but Kind of like the gym, even though you rage quit, you always come back. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> the mindset that you kind of try to get your clients to think about, is that what you used? Because you had a pretty decent transformation yourself, 285 to 215 pounds. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's the thought process that you use to, to make that and, and keep it to stick? Well, 
so with my transformation, I started about 10 years ago and it took a long time. I kind of piecemealed it together. I, I did a lot of just following programs I found online and just kind of did it myself. And that's when it kind of pushed me into wanting to become a coach is to help other people reach that goal uh, in, a, in a quicker fashion and, you know, make fitness more easy and accessible. Because as I got into it, I realized not necessarily how easy the workouts are, but how accessible it is and how much a lot of that barrier we feel is more mental than it is actually physical beyond the workouts actually being hard. So I try to bring that mentality of, of, you know, anybody can do this. Fitness is for everybody, regardless of what your goals are. Everybody belongs in the gym. And you think, think of a game like World of Warcraft. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a massive multiplayer game where, you know, thousands of people are playing this one game, but they're not all interacting together. Like you're your own character, building your own, you know, get, harvesting your own resources, doing your own little quests. But everybody, you pass by other people who are avatars of real people. And it's the same kind of thing in the gym. Like if I'm in there to do my fat loss focused workout, you're going to see somebody who's doing CrossFit, who's doing bodybuilding, who's doing, you know, Jefferson deadlift. Mm -hmm. You're going to see all these people in the same world on their own quest. And to be able to kind of approach that and break that mental barrier to make it more accessible can be, can be one of the biggest things because the hardest part is always just starting. Right. Uh, very quick, is there a specific thing that you see as underdeveloped in gamers specifically? Underdeveloping gamers, uh, their posture, their back. Everybody always complains of a bad back, achy back, uh, and it's just, you know, we sit at the desk all day and then we go play games all day. Uh, so strengthening your back. They always think they need to stretch it, they need to strengthen it. Back day, it. back day, back day. <laughs> I love it. That sound says we've got 15 seconds left. Any huge ideas, tips for life? Tips for life, uh, just go after it. You know, life's always going to throw barriers at you. You can either let it accumulate and create an un unattainable wall, or you can bash it down into the path forward.